A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, guys, and welcome to another episode of Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast. Thank you so much, Karen, for joining me today on my podcast. It's an absolute pleasure to have you here. So I met Karen, first of all, probably about, what was it, six months ago when we were at the Hay House Writers Course in Bristol. And personally for me, I've never really explored fairies. They've always kind of been in my life as a child. Like, you know, I think as a child you see fairies, they're in films and stuff. So I always had this like fascination, but I guess I never really connected them to spirituality or have worked with them, even though psychics have told me to work with them before and things like that I've never done it so as soon as I saw Karen and saw she was the fairy lady I was like I've got to have her on this podcast and I've got to explore what fairies are all about and how we can use them to manifest and how we can use them on our spiritual journey so thank you so much Karen for joining us today it's my total and utter pleasure to be with you i've been following you as well emma and i think it's so cool that we connected through that amazing hay house workshop in bristol and how a kind of virtual friendship has developed and i'm so happy about that and i'm really happy to be talking to you now oh my followers are so excited for this as well because it's like a topic i've never had before so they've been sending in some great questions as well which we're going to do in a second but for those people who don't know what you do can you just explain to them what you're about what your history is and what you do basically how you're the fairy lady (laughs) okay so i started well there's a lot of stuff but i'll try and nutshell it for you and for everybody so i used to work for the bbc in news journalism and i used to read the news and put news stories together and then literally i woke up one day and I knew in my heart that I could not continue on that path. It was a very big no from inside and from outside, if that makes sense. So I didn't know what I was going to do. I just didn't go into work that day. um, And there was just a space in my life. And gradually it got filled with fairies that's the very simple way of saying it Um, my earliest connection with fairies was when I was a young child and I used to connect with the flower fairies when I was in my grandmother's garden because she loved flowers and she had roses and I used to hang out with her and I used to collect all the fallen rose petals and gather them up and I would make like fairy perfume well I called it fairy perfume it's actually rose water and I would leave it as a gift for the fairies so I've always had that connection with fairies and the fairy lady tagline, if you like, came from a little girl in a supermarket and it happened a few times to me, but I was just in the supermarket 
and um, I heard this little girl saying, look, mummy, there's the fairy lady. And I looked around trying to see where this fairy lady was. And I realized that she was pointing at me. And I think it was probably because I had sparkles in my hair because I always have like fairy sparkles in my hair all year round, not just for Christmas. And um, yeah, and and that actually stuck. I thought, I really like that. And then another little girl called me a fairy lady. And I thought, no, this is, this is, I really like it. I thought it was quite sweet. So that's ended up being my um, title, really, Karen Kay, the fairy lady. And that brings me to now. <laughs> I love that. And you know what's so funny is, no matter who I speak to, who's like a spiritual teacher or whatever, we've all worked in press or PR before. Like, that's the crazy thing. <laughs> Oh, wow. Well, maybe that's, I, I was, because I didn't know what was going to happen, you know, I, I thought, I, I put myself through as a mature student to get a postgraduate, um, a broadcast journalism postgraduate diploma. And, and it was pretty tough, you know, and at the time I was a single mother and I was really struggling and, um, but I was determined to do it. I knew, I really felt I had a purpose to be involved in the media. I wanted to shine some light in it. Um, and then, yeah, when I left, I was like, what was all that about? I've got all these skills and what do I do with them? And then I ended up making a fairy magazine actually and using all my print journalism skills for that because uh, I love as you know, I love fairies and I thought, how can I combine the skills that I've got with my passion? And then Fae magazine was born, which is a fairy lifestyle magazine that's now sold all over the world. It just started off as a little fanzine. I didn't know if anybody would read it or want it, but it, it's actually really taken off. So that's been going since 2007 now. Wow. So, yeah. And I, so basically I found... A, a, I don't want to say a use but those skills were able to integrate with my passion and I think that happens for a lot of people who were from a PR background I mean like you say there are lots of people in spirituality who have that PR journalism background I think it's amazing I just I just find it funny that you you've got this background as well <laughs> surprise <laughs> so um talking about fairies in more detail then um what are the differences then between fairies and other spiritual beings like angels so how can we how can fairies like specifically help us and you know how what can we do to help them as well okay so there's a few questions in there um i'll go with the first thing which is what is the difference between fairies and angels and other spiritual beings now fairies have a very specific role in in this planet on this planet in this world and that is they are guardians of the planet of anything that grows so you will sometimes hear them being referred to as nature angels or earth angels so they do have that angel tag and actually going back to i think it's i, I don't read the bible a lot but back in the old testament there's even a part in it that says every blade of grass has an angel watching over it now that would be an earth angel or a fairy or a nature angel whatever you want to call it so even though they are referred to as angels they have a specific earthbound role and celestial angels have their more uh, I don't want to say they're higher, they're just in a different part of that spectrum. So they have different roles as well. And um, as do other spirit guides and things like that. But fairies specifically are guardians of the earth, of the planet, of things that grow. Um, yeah, that's basically 
my perception and my connection with them tells me that and uh, we can help them by basically looking after the planet and, and doing our bit and not chopping loads of trees down and using environmental products like cleaning product products make up that sort of thing not polluting the earth and and the sea is included in this as well because you have water elementals you have mermaids you know there's a whole gamut of um of different beings within the fairy realm under that label and it's just a matter of taking care of the planet on a very practical level of course they're magical beings so when you connect and work with fairies, you can expect the unexpected and a lot of magic in your life. I love that. So the next question is, how can we manifest with fairies? How can we use them with the law of attraction and to help bring you know more magic into our lives? Okay, so we can connect with the fairies. It's, um, it's a two-way street. So... It's like if you see somebody in the street and you think, oh, they look cool, I'd really like to connect with them. You know, how do you approach them? So put your head in that mindset. They're not just there saying, hey, we're here, come and connect with us. You know, it, it is, they're very kind of wary of humanity generally because of what humanity has done to the planet. So you have to be patient and be in a receptive space. And then the the best way really would be to actually go out in nature find yourself a tree that you feel comfortable and connected with ground yourself and if you do work with other beings like you know you've got your own spirit guide or you've got an angel that you work with call them in always call them in or do your protection like surround yourself in white light or put on a golden cloak or whatever it is that you do before you enter into any other realm, whether it's the fairy realm or the angelic realm, whatever it is, always bring in some protection or pray for protection. Do whatever it is that you do. Everyone's got their own way of doing this. That's really important and ground yourself. It's like taking in a mate who's got your back, you know, like you go in, you say, oh, my spirit guy's got my back. So because you do need that. And in fairyland, it's very unpredictable. So expect the unexpected, everything's inside out, upside down, back to front, you just never know what's going to happen. So once you've got that bit done with, which is really important to prepare yourself, um, and this can be done, as I say, outside, in nature, sitting against a tree, or you can do it in your high-rise tower block, you can do it anywhere, you can connect with fairies from your heart, and then just say something simply, you can say it out loud or in your mind, fairies fairies come to me as i sit beneath this tree something simple you can make it up if you talk in rhyme they love that and and when you do connect with the fairies they tend to talk to you in rhyme that's something that i've kind of noticed consistently with other people that work with fairies too and this has been with me for many many years so just say something really simple and then just wait and be receptive and hold a space. Um, I don't want to say meditate because that implies a concentration on something and making your mind be quiet, but just be still and be receptive to whatever's going to come to you. Now, they might not come. They might come. Again, there is no guarantees with this. But once you open your heart to them and declare that you would like to connect with them, be receptive and just hold that space and then notice things. Because 
fairies can communicate in lots of ways. it could be a feeling, you could hear them, you could see them if they want to show themselves to you and they can often show themselves in their full guise, you know, wings and all but very often they can show themselves as points of light like very like pinpricks of light but in vibrant electrical colours like blues and greens and purples and pinks and yellows and you just have a feeling with them. The feeling that I always get when I connect with fairies is a very fizzy, light energy, a bit like I liken it to champagne. So, you know, if imagine a champagne cork has popped and there's all this fizz and it's all everywhere and it's light and bubbly and airy. And that's kind of the energy of fairies when I connect with them anyway. It's different for everybody. I would also say have a notepad and pen with you so you can write down anything because very often you will get what I would call like a download where they'll just inspire you with something and fill you up with so many ideas and messages just get it all written down because it it just comes a lot and you just need to write it down and, and that's kind of how I've been writing my book that I'm working on at the moment as well it just literally comes through so be receptive and I think that's a really nice simplistic way for somebody who hasn't worked with fairies before and somebody that has you know that there, there are no there's no hierarchy in it it's a from the heart they will scan you and by scan you I mean that they will just feel your energy so they'll be able to know is this person kind to animals does this person care about the planet you know they can just feel it up they're not going to judge you but it will affect how close they might want to come to you on an energetic level I hope that makes sense totally and you know what's so weird that you said that so in December I had a reading with my psychic and I this is when we talked about fairies and he was like you need to call in your fairies and I was like oh how do I do that so he said you know go and sit by your crystal shine like you know just center yourself and ask them to come in and I kid you not I saw blue green and red lights like you say like this pinprick light and I was like oh that's weird I thought am I is this my eye tricking me like and when you said that I honestly had no idea I've never heard that before so you saying that is just confirmed that I totally saw them then totally (laughs) oh yay I'm so pleased that you said that because I think a lot of people you know you see things and I remember I mean I it was a long long time ago many years ago I even went to the opticians because I was so concerned. I was seeing all these rainbow lights and things and I thought, oh no, I've got to get my eyes checked out. So I literally went and had a physical examination at the opticians (laughs) and they said, no, you've got 20-20 vision, you're fine. And I was like, "Mm, why am I seeing all these lights? (laughs) (laughs) So it is an actual thing. It is a thing. And they also say, well, not they say, but I've seen angels manifest as light as well. But it's different light um it's hard to put it into words but i i do see and connect with angels as well and have done throughout all of my life It, it was kind of unconscious for many years and they do show themselves to me as light but generally it's a blue kind of healing light or a green healing light and it feels kind of bigger and softer around the edges that's the only way I can describe it really and I see it on people as well like I know if somebody's got an angel or a fairy with them as well so lights are really cool I love them yeah they always feel like loving which is good so although I didn't understand any of these lights when I saw them I was like this feels good I know they're looking out for me so it was good (laughs) 
Um, so regarding your events then, because you organise such incredible events and some of my followers wanted to know, like, how would you describe your events and do you ever feel overwhelmed when planning them? Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm laughing at the last question because <laughs> I'm literally like in the build up to, uh, I do several events. I will, I'll kind of talk backwards, which is exactly what a February would do. I'll start backwards and work my way forwards, if that makes sense. Um, <laughs> so we've got um, a big fest, our biggest event this year, and it's called the Three Wishes Fairy Festival. And it's basically like, imagine like a music festival, but put that in fairyland so you're going to a nightclub in fairyland you're going to play in fairyland but it's a festival so that's the very a basic description of what it is and it's three days and three nights of well we've got i think this year last year we had over a hundred workshops and activities included in you know your festival ticket but this year we've got like i think it's over 150 workshops and activities and and they range anything from like mermaid yoga fairy <laughs> yoga uh drumming fairy drumming workshops and fairy meditations and Oh gosh, there's so many things. I literally can't remember. It's been ingrained into my brain over the last few days because I've been plotting them all out. And that we've got like a fairy school, a mermaid school, a, a fire pit where we have drumming around it, and we've got a circus tent. So there's so much going on at this festival. It's like literally the biggest thing that I do in any one year. And uh, the other events I do are like smaller scale. So they're weekend events like um, like a, a craft fair, but in fairyland. So it's all fairy artists and craftspeople. And then in the evenings we have a fairy ball, which again is like, imagine you're in fairyland and you're going to a nightclub. What would it be like? And that's the inspiration behind what I do. And um, it started because I kind of got, I, used, I mean, I'm a party person. I've been a party person all my life. And I used to live in London and be out in all the clubs and pubs all the time. And um, as I've kind of matured, I, I just found those energies to be a little bit harsh for me. And I didn't really feel safe energetically. Uh, physically, I felt safe. But energetically, I didn't really feel safe going into those kind of establishments. So my idea was to create my perfect event what would I want to go to and so I was like yeah a nightclub in fairyland so you've got the music you've got all the dressing up because I've always loved dressing up a little bit of sparkle although I will say now it's eco sparkle um <laughs> to protect the planet it has to be said that's really important but um yeah just dressing up and having fun and expressing yourself and celebrating life because life is a miracle and it's amazing I'm so grateful to be in a body having fun and doing what I do um the first fairy ball, I didn't know if anyone would come. I had no idea, uh, but I advertised it. Or And back then, I'm not even sure. It was 2006, so you know what? I'm not even sure if, if... How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. 
Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I was I don't think I was on Facebook, so I don't know how I used to get the word out, but the word spread and this first event just sold out like within a month or two. And I was like, oh, so there are other people who have the same interest as me or the same desire to socialize in a kind of safer, more fun space. And uh, and it just didn't stop. So as soon as I knew, all these people just literally came out of the woodwork and said, oh, so-and-so saw me or I saw a leaflet here or I found about it there. and. And they all just came. And many of those people I've actually ended up being really good friends with. It's a real, it's not like a cliquey thing because it's a very open community um, and there are no rules with it and people come and go. But there's a real heart, heart friendships are formed at the centre of the events. And that's something that I really love. So they're really an expression of me and basically me wanting to have a party and, and making the events. Oh, you asked me about the, uh, do I get overwhelmed, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, 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 I do. <laughs> I do. I get really overwhelmed, especially like two weeks before a festival like now. Um, <laughs> sometimes, and it's usually with the festival that I get this feeling of being overwhelmed because, um, first of all, all the all the other events i i've been doing them for so long now so we're celebrating 12 years of the fairy festival this year congratulations but, that's incredible thank you so much and, and but prior to that i started doing mind body spirit events uh, they were called the earth health and mystic fairs i started those back in 1994 which feels like the prehistoric times it feels like ages ago um so i've been doing them a long time and as you know, as you get into doing something over and over and over, it becomes less overwhelming. So I can organize events pretty, I don't want to say easily because I don't want to sound conceited or anything like that, but it is what I do. So I'm quite comfortable doing that. 
with the festival there are so many extra elements that i can feel overwhelmed with it all because you're you you're responsible for providing the entertainment and that keeping people safe and all of these aspects that a lot of people just turn up to an event or a festival and they don't really think about the infrastructure now i'm having to do all of that so you know the security booked is the is the stage pa booked is the generators booked and on and on and on and on and on and that is another book in the future it there's so much to, to talk about in fact i do talk about setting up a little fairy event in my book as well um but that's not that's in the future um, when that comes out but i do talk about that so because some people say oh i'd love to organize the event how do you do it so i will be sharing that information so yeah it is overwhelming and you really have to hold true to your vision but you also it's a bit like when you're working with the fairies expect the unexpected because it doesn't matter how well planned you are and your spreadsheets might be perfect and the you know the floor plan and everything might be perfect but always expect last minute changes go with the flow be flexible it's really important for your own well-being because I, I've learned this the hard way through practical experience so it can get overwhelming but I just surrender it and I always say fairies you gave me this idea please support me because fairies they're great I love fairies but they don't have human physical bodies so they will just throw all these things at you do this do this how about, how about this and they just inspire you constantly with all these ideas but they forget that you're a human and you can't stay up 24 7 doing doing this work you know it is work it's fairy business i call it fairy business. <laughs> um and it is for everybody it's about celebration and that is what keeps me going and and just seeing people happy and celebrating life and honoring the land and the fairies of course I love that though it sounds amazing and 12 years as well is absolutely incredible so how long does it actually take you to plan these events then well they kind of roll if you like because I've been doing them for so long that each one rolls into another so basically every single day of the year give or take a few days I'm working in some form on one of the events that I do and very often I'll be simultaneously promoting various events um, and it just rolls so it's not like right I'll sit down organize this event today and then I've got the rest of the year off it does not work like that and and as you've come from like a PR background as well you know letting people know that your event is happening in as many creative ways as possible is really important if people don't know about it you could arrange the best event in the world but if nobody comes what is the point so it's really about socially networking in in a in a genuine enthusiastic way and i love social media for that because it's enabled me to connect virtually with so many amazing people from all around the world some of them have traveled from different countries to come to my events and again we've formed really good friendships so it's just about letting people know about it and and the promotional side of the events is a big chunk of the work uh the infrastructure is a kind of um oh, i don't know what the word is uh it's like a, a just a standard process like you know i'll get a spreadsheet out and you've got these amount of spaces that you put storeholders in and traders and artists and stuff and and you have a limit you know i 
pretty much always sell out of all of my um don't want to say trading spaces exhibitor spaces for people to share their crafts or whatever it is that they do and gen usually i could fill a venue twice with the amount of applications i get but i try to mix it up keep it fresh for the people that are coming to visit the event because a lot of events that you can go to you'll find oh it's the same people oh, it's exactly the same people and that's fine because that is another form of community but i always try and mix it up so you will have people that are always there and then new people coming in just to keep the energy fluid and moving and keep it fresh i think that's really really important definitely definitely i totally agree with that so the next few questions I've had are not necessarily linked to fairies, but one lady asks, what are some top tips for beginners on their spiritual awakening journey? Okay. Oh, um, mm, that's a really interesting question. I feel like, I, well, I'm continually on a spiritual journey. and Totally agree. It, <laughs> it and never even, stops. It never stops. And when, and yet, you know, let's get really profound here. When does it start? You know, yeah. when does the spiritual journey start? Just because when we put that label on it, it's because, oh, we've recognized that we are spiritual beings in a, in a human body. And therefore, everything that we experience is spiritual. So it's kind of like a perspective. I hope that's not too deep. <laughs> but um, so I would say very simply, awareness and being still, you know, tuning into your intuition your instinct and just being still and a meditation really but you don't have to sit for hours and hours you know I very often go into a natural state of meditation when I'm out in the garden or in a park or by the sea I just feel this peace and the more peaceful that you can become and and it does take effort sometimes you know sometimes with the events especially I'm going like ah to tear my hair out and go crazy and it's like no Karen breathe so yeah let's say breathing like if you feel yourself getting stressed just breathe and allow spirit your guides whatever it is that you work with or God whatever you want to call it the source the universe let that come into you and bring you peace because from that basis of being peaceful many many things can be achieved and actually people will feel that people around you the same way you could go into a room where somebody's been arguing and it's like whoa the energy in here is like toxic and I, don't, I really don't like that and you just don't want to be there but on the same level if you walk into a room where there's a high loving vibe you feel like you want to stay in that because it feels nurturing so it's about love and peace simplicity I would say keep it simple you know um just be receptive notice signs but don't get too caught up in the mind because the mind will really want to interpret everything and for every question you have for every answer you have another million questions will pop up so I would say just kind of go into yourself try and do a regular daily practice if you can because that puts you in a, in a zone in a space whether it's yoga whether it's a more vigorous exercise or just sitting still in the morning put on a bit of ambient music or 
whatever it is that kind of floats your boat just do that and start as a regular daily practice and and i think that is a really good way to kind of start on your spiritual journey and then just be receptive because you'll find that certain books will just fall off the shelf whether it's virtually online or when you're in a physical bookshop and people say oh have you read this and you'll get you'll find that you get the same messages coming as well like very often if something comes in a repetitive way then take notice of that um and then also really be aware of your own energy so just because all these things are coming in especially when you're first starting out on your spiritual journey it's okay to say no like as much as it's okay to say yes you don't have to say yes to everything so if something doesn't feel right say no that is your right as a human in a body you do not have to say yes to everything and learning to say no with love is a really good thing that you can learn and i it took me years and and the more you learn it the more you get tested if that's the if I've said that in the right way, the more yeah, the more you're kind of learning how to say no with love, you will find that you will be put in situations where you're having to say it again and again until you really are comfortable with that. And that is a challenging one for a lot of people, but it can be done. Totally agree. Couldn't have said it better myself. So perfect advice there for beginners. Perfect. And um, another question is, what's the best way to wear crystals? Now, I know you said to me earlier that um, fairies and crystals are actually linked. So you can tailor this question to however you will. But what's your advice for crystals? Okay, so yeah, fairies and crystals are linked because crystals are of the earth and fairies are of the earth. So there is a connection. Um, I'm not really into kind of like all this mass produced harvesting of crystals because they're there for a reason but sometimes crystals literally pop up through the earth and I used to live in a place when I first moved to Cornwall and literally amethyst would pop up through the earth on these I think it was like near an old clay tip or something but it was amazing now the vibration there's certain crystals that I connect with more and amethyst is one that I specifically really connect with because they say, you know, amethyst is really good for spirituality and, and raising your vibration as well and keeping a calmness. And amethyst, you know, or is the colour of lavender. Lavender, the plant, is a very peaceful, relaxing um, colour. So you can combine that. You can put it in a little pendant. You could put it in your pocket. You can just, you know, have a little chunk in your bag and grab it if you ever need that little extra boost. And also rose quartz is like my go-to crystal because it's love. It's the crystal of love. And that doesn't mean like romantic love, although it can. It just means the energy and vibration of love. So it's quite uplifting. It's very gentle. And especially if people are distressed, it's really a soothing, calming crystal. And again, you can wear that as a pendant or you can just put a piece in your bag and it doesn't matter it because there's different types of crystals like some of them are rough crystals in their purest form and then sometimes you get what they call tumbled crystals which are the softer rounder rounder ones not softer but you know they're they're softer to the touch they're curved and stuff because they've been tumbled and polished if you like so it doesn't matter the qualities are still the same and you can connect with the crystal beings. That's a whole other story and interview probably, but you can connect with the beings of the crystals. And I would say always ask a crystal 
if you can share in its energy because it is it, it might not be breathing in the same way that we are but it is a, a a being that is alive in in some sense so um yeah just wear them as pendants or carry them in your pocket or in your bag love it and that's what i do i have i have them in my bra personally because they're easier <laughs> Why not? and i can never find all the um stones or crystals that i want in necklace form so i'm just like well bras serve a purpose there we go <laughs> Oh, why not? I love that. <laughs> well, it's actually, I've heard a lot of people say that, um, that, you know, you should wear or put the crystal where you need it the most. So rose quartz, obviously I put on my bra, so it's close to my heart. But some people are saying, you know, like if you've got, you know, like problems wherever, like, you know, some people put them in the pockets of their jeans or, you know, have a research, like Google what stones can help with certain health issues or, you know, anything you have and see where the best place to put it on your body would be yeah that's a really good idea and also that just reminds me because i remember i had and and by the way this is not a substitute for medical advice in any way so i don't want anybody to take it as that but once i had like really bad toothache and i found out that if you had fluorite um which sounds very similar to fluoride it's actually a crystal called fluorite and if you put it in water and just drink the energy of that and I did find it helpful yes I did end up going to the dentist but that's not the point it gave me some comfort whether it was a placebo I don't know but I do believe that and I have felt qualities of crystals before so I would say you know really explore it and like you say go on to google there's some great crystal books out there as well that give really go into the nitty-gritty of it I've just kind of skimmed the surface here but they are an energetic being that is alive and you can connect with them and they do work and they're definitely connected with fairies so yeah do some exploring i love that so where can people find you then if they want to find out more about you or your events okay so i've got quite a lot of different uh, places to find me but i think the, the best one probably would be for my main website because from there i have all the links to the other things that i do and that is just simply karenk.co.uk and that's my name so k-a-r-e-n-k-a-y.co.uk and i'm also on instagram um as karen k fairy and again that's just how you spell my name so k-a-r-e-n-k-a-y-f-a-i-r-y and that's the what i would say the conventional way of spelling fairy um i use all the different spellings by the way so if you just type in karen k fairy on google my different sites will come up but i would really like to um if it's okay offer your listeners the people that are listening uh, a free fairy door meditation it's a it's a short one it's about 10 minutes it's exclusive though so it's not being sold anywhere but i'd like to do that as a giveaway so anybody that joins up to my newsletter at the karenk.co.uk website um i will send a link and then you know they can try that uh, download brilliant well thank you i'm sure that helps so many people and i think i'm gonna do that as well <laughs> I'd love to like work with fairies more brilliant and of course I will link Karen's website in the description box down below as well so if you want a quicker way to access it you can access it there but thank you so much Karen for joining me today it's been an absolute pleasure having you on with your good vibes and I've absolutely loved learning about fairies yay that's my magic wand yay (laughs) I love that (laughs) 
<laughs> I almost forgot to wave it then. I have to wave a magic wand. But yeah, it's so cool. I love talking to you, Emma, and I'm so happy to connect with you and your listeners as well. And I hope that, you know, somebody, even if one person picks something up that makes them feel, yeah, I'm going to go and try this or it uplifts somebody, then I'm happy. I'm, I'm happy most of the time. Not all the time, but most of the time, especially when I'm talking about fairies. So thank you so much, Emma. I'm really grateful. So a massive thank you once again to the gorgeous Karen for joining me on this podcast. It was an absolute blessing and I think you can agree, Karen's vibes are just so freaking incredible. So thank you so much for joining me for the first episode in season two of Spiritual Queen's Badass podcast. As always, if you want to find out any more information about myself or my work or my Law of Attraction merchandise, you can find everything on emmamumford.co.uk. So I hope you all have a fabulous week, lovelies, and I will see you in my next podcast episode, which will be next next week don't forget to leave me a comment and as always you can join my law of attraction support group on facebook where we discuss the podcast and anything else you want support with thank you so much guys lots of love ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.